Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, what do you guys think of your mom's cooking? We'll get back into it right after this song. Welcome to another episode of K-Pop Connection. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023, and we just heard Stella Jang with Recipe. Now, of course, you think it's the best in the world, especially if your mom's listening right now. I want to say that to my mom. Oh, my, I miss your cooking. It's your mom's cooking that you grew up with, and it's what you turn to when you're feeling down or sick. It makes you feel so good inside. But do you think your mom's recipes have what it takes to become world famous? Now, apparently, a lot of people think so, and who wouldn't? Well, at least that's what's according to a new study that was done on 2,000 Americans by a leading sausage maker in the U.S. It said that most of the participants, or two in three of those surveyed, said... They believe they had a mouthwater family recipe worthy of being published in best-selling cookbooks. Meanwhile, other results showed that many people prefer to keep their family recipes stored physically or via memory rather than digitally. I say go digitally because if you do it on paper, it might just like wash away if it rains or something. Anyways, also around a third of the respondents said that passing down family recipes would be important for the next generation. There seemed to be a genera- uh, generational gap. In this thought as well, as millennials were most likely to continue family heritage through cooking compared to Gen Z, Gen X, or baby boomers. For those who did not already have a family recipe, the polls show that around one in four people have created their own recipes to start passing down. That's cool. So what do you guys think? Do you have a recipe that's been passed down in your family and you want your family to keep it in the family? Mm-hmm. Or you think it's going to be mouthwatering and people are going to be like, oh, I want to get the Kim recipe. I want to get the Choi recipe. I want to get the PD recipe. If you got one of those, let us know. Mm-hmm. Don't let us know the uh, recipe if you don't want to share it, but just let us know if you have a recipe like that. With that said, we have a great song for y'all. We got K-Will, Chunggi-Go, Prado-Su, Ju-Young, and the song is called Cook for Love. Yori jom heyo. Alright, that was Cook for Love, Yuri Heyo by K Will, Jungigo, Brother Sue, and Ju Young. And we're gonna get in some quick announcements right now for y'all mm-hmm, on how to tune into our show. We've got shortwave radio that's 9.515 megahertz bound for Europe, 9.630 megahertz bound for India. We have apps you guys can download for free and listen to us conveniently through the KBS Kong app, KBS World Radio, and KBS World Radio on air apps. And you guys can always check out our website for more details on how to listen and participate at world.kbs.com kbs.co.kr and our KBS World Radio English Service page on the Book of Faces or our gram at KBS K-Pop. And please remember to post up your song requests, your comments, and your responses to our Y2C question of the week on our gram or message board for a chance to win a prize. Now, for our listeners in Malaysia, you guys can enjoy KBS World Radio programs on Malaysia's Astro Radio. Just make sure to download the SYOK app and find KBS World Radio channel for 24-7 non-stop streaming of your favorite programs. And with that said, you know today's Friday, which means Walter will be joining us in the studio for lights, camera, action in just a bit. But for now, we have two great songs back-to-back. First up, we have Park Boram with Listen to This Song. And then we have Roy Kim with Let's Stay Well. 잘 지내, 어, 잘 지내자 우리 from the My Love original soundtrack. Would you like a coffee or tea? Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. 
It is getting colder and colder outside, so no matter what, I hope you're drinking a very warm beverage right now to soothe the soul, to make you feel a cozy inside in this chilly evening. If you live in this part of the hemisphere, that's of course. I know if you live in like Australia, it's probably really hot over there. But anyways, winter is coming, and have you been turning up the heat in your homes? If you are, you're never going to be my roommate. Anyways, at what temperature do you usually keep your thermostat at during the winter? Does it make a big difference from the outdoor temperature? Mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of people turn up the heat and wear short sleeve t-shirts or shorts at home. Some guys just walk around butt naked. Not me, though. Not me, though. Get those dirty thoughts out your mind. Now, during the wintertime here in Korea. But if you want to get a good night's sleep and save the planet all at the same time, you might want to rethink that again. Why? Now, sleep experts say that the temperature in your bedroom can make a significant difference in your sleep quality. And they say the key to getting a good night's sleep is to keep your rooms cool. The ideal temperature should be about 18 degrees for quality sleep. Of course, this may vary from person to person, but most people, experts recommend keeping the thermostat between 16 to 20 degrees Celsius, which is about 60 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit for the most comfortable sleep. Now, some of you may be wondering... Why? It's all because of melatonin, a hormone that plays a huge role in our sleep regulation. As it gets dark, our body begins to produce melatonin, and it signals to our brains that it's time for sleep. Oh, I'm about to fall asleep. Now, experts say a cooler sleeping environment actually promotes higher melatonin production, encouraging sleep onset and more restful sleep. And meanwhile, if you keep your rooms too warm, it can make you wake up frequently, which I do, and affect the two deepest stages of sleep, slow wave and REM, two things I've never experienced, which will end up making you feel groggy and unrefreshed in the morning. Yep, that is me. Now, humid heat, of course, in particular, can throw off the sleep stage as well. Just think about how tired and irritated we are during tropical nights. You know you know what I'm talking about. When it's all hot and humid, you can't sleep, you, you try to put a fan on, then you have two fans on. You know that. You know what I'm talking about. So thinking about this, as you set your thermostats this winter, wear an extra layer. Uh-huh. If you're like, oh my gosh, it's so cold in my house, I want to put the boiler on. No, just wear an extra layer and keep the temperature at about 18 to 20 degrees, and it'll help you sleep better. And guess what? Your mm-hmm, winter heating bills will be lower and lower. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to save some money with all this inflation going on? All right. Well, we have a great song for you guys right now with Walter coming into studio. We got Epic High featuring Lee High with It's Cold. Chuta. Lights, camera, action, baby. I see you looking at my Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time to get Walter Lee in the studio to learn about K-dramas, films, and listen to the related songs on Lights, Camera, Action. Walter Lee, welcome! What's up, Brian? What a great day to be here with you. I mean, yes. like, the weather is... My type of weather right See, now. So you prefer this weather as well, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's funny because if you were in Australia, it'd be hot. It'd be Yeah, it's very hot at the moment, actually, oh, I, I believe. I couldn't do it. I can't do... Because you know the months of fall, yeah. the fall months. Autumn. If it yeah. was hot, ooh. Yeah, I can do heat. I just can't do humid. Like uh, humidity is just. Is Australia humid? It is in some places, but like where oh. I grew up, like it was more just like kind of strong heat rather than humidity. How hot does it get? Like the well, up to f- up to forty degrees Celsius oh. in onwards. Yeah, you can get pretty hot. 
Oh, I can't imagine doing Christmas in 40 degree weather. Yeah, but like this Ugh. is the thing like Australian Christmases are way different than like anything in the northern hemisphere. Like we have barbecues, we go to the beach. That's not Christmas. Christmas is like I'm dreaming of a white not yeah. white sand Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So we're like the but California doesn't really get cold during that time. Well, that's it? the thing. I told myself when I was younger. Yeah. If I made millions and millions of dollars, I'd want to move to California. Yeah. But during the Christmas season, I would have to fly back to the East Coast and hang out with my relatives in New Jersey or New York because yeah. I just love the colder air, the crispness of the cold air, snow, mm. the Christmas lights glowing through the uh, the snow mm. and the bushes and the trees. That's what Christmas is for me, the decorations and I like, the vibe. I like this weather because I think you can be somewhat more stylish than you can be in summer. Like you that can is add things. Yeah. We've, I, talked that, I talked about that with my barber the other day. He's very stylish. Yeah. And he's always wearing tanks out and T-shirts in the summertime. So I was like... Don't you like this weather? Because now you can you can layer, you can yeah. wear like nice coats and shirts. He goes, "Oh hell, I love this kind of weather." I was like, "Exactly." Yeah. And people who love fashion, they were like, oh, I, "I prefer summer." I was like, we can't be fashionable in summer. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think you can. It's just like shorts but, or a t shirt. Have it. you noticed in Korea, some people even on like thirty seven, thirty eight degree weather, yeah, they're still wearing like cardigans and yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Like, how are you wearing that right now not only that like you have to wear business shirts if you like go to companies and you just sweat and it's gross ugh. And, ugh. so many people with armpit sweat just and back sweat when i need oh, on the subway when they're holding like Woo! the railing and that's the like, nasty oh, and then the if, the, if the train does that like uh, like abrupt stop <laughs> and your face falls in their armpit yeah. that's happened to me oh, oh, i want to burn my skin off when that happens but anyways that kind of sounds like a scene from a romantic comedy film, and that's basically what we're talking about today. That's correct, because yes. we've got a 2023 romantic comedy yeah. film. Now, it's some should be ill, or, well, if you translate that to English, it's 30 days, right? 30 days. But the English title is called Love Reset. So, I, I don't know why. Well, maybe in 30 days, Koreans think you get your love resets or something like that. May maybe? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it stars <laughs> Kang Hanul and Chong So Min. Now, okay. let me tell you without spoiling it too much. This is a movie to solidify Brian's claims that he will never get married. Oh, hell. I mean, I said hell. <laughs> hello to not marriage. Yes, hello yes. to not marriage. Our two main characters yes. are No Chong Yeol, played by Kang Hanul, and Hong Nara, played by Chong So Min, met as No says. Like it was a movie. Mm. That's why I think a lot of people, when they very first meet their, like, I guess, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, it's, like, it's very romantic. But, like, I guess in Korea, a lot of soul getting or, like, uh, blind dates happen. I don't know if that's romantic. Do you? I think that's why this like a movie vibe yeah. works in films because everyone does get soul getting or of a friend of a friend's. Yeah. So when they see in a film, it's more like... Oh, I wish I had that kind of love kind of vibe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, these two, they get they fall in love and mm. they decide to get married quite quickly. Oh. But like many married couples, the honeymoon phase dies quickly, yes. in my opinion. And they end up nitpicking at each other's differences, which I think is normal when you get married. No, that's normal. That's, that's normal, normal even thing. if you're just dating too, though. Yeah, exactly. What do you think is the honeymoon <clears throat> period? If you had to guess, like... What do you think a honeymoon period is? Is it like six months? Is it three months? Is it one month? Well, I mean, of course, people are going to judge me because they're like, you're not even married, so you can't have that opinion. <laughs> but, you know, you don't need marriage to know a honeymoon uh, period because some people agree with me. I, uh, I know a lot of friends who says, I'll never get married, but I will live with a life partner. What's so basically, it? the marriage idea is like making it like 
more the for the friends and family, you know, having that ceremony, yeah, walking down the aisle, the ring, all that stuff. Why can't you just, you know, just live together? If you know this is your person for the rest of your life, you don't need that ceremony. I know a lot of friends of mine that feel the same way as I do about that. Hmm. And I feel because of that, we can kind of experience the honeymoon phase. And for me, it's like before we even decide to be life partners, you know, we have to live together first. Yeah, it, it is a different yeah, sort you of... You can't de- say you're going to marry somebody without having experience of actually living in one home together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Because you don't want to find out later and be like, oh... They fart all the time. Yeah. Oh, they never brush their teeth. Yeah. Oh, they wash their clothes once a month. Like, and then you're like, those are really specific reasons. (laughs) (laughs) What are your reasons? Like, okay, we're not gonna say your wife's name or anything. What's one thing that you just love about her? Mm -hmm. The only one thing. Don't be all like, oh, my wife's so perfect. Mm -hmm. Just one thing that you really love about her, and Mm -hmm. one thing you're like, kind of like, you know, this, you know, I didn't know about. This is going to happen in our marriage, kind of. The vibe. one thing I really love about her is that she's very supportive. When I was going through a phase where I wanted to change jobs, oh. and funnily enough, it was the job that eventually I got in KBS. Oh which wow! Our producer talk, uh, our producer introduced me to. Um, I was like jobless for about six, mm. around six months, and um, she kept supporting me. The That's thing that good. annoys me about her is that she does a lot of nagging all the time mm. and i talked about this with our producer and she's like why don't you just listen to your wife and i was like oh that's bad advice <laughs> that's bad advice i say listen if the chanjori is good advice there's yeah, certain chanjoris yeah. we're kind of like okay that's just too much yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's some chanjoris that you can be like okay she's got a point yeah as long as you can filter it out then you know use the ones that you need for yourself the ones you don't let it go in one ear and out the other. Yes, I agree. Anyway, <laughs> but yes, let's go back to the movie. Things yeah. don't work out, uh, as they, as I said, they decide to get a, a divorce. And the title of the, the Korean title, Thirty Days," means that they are counting down the days uh, to their divorce is final. Okay, mm. so there's a oh, thirty-day period. But something happens to the couple before they divorce. Oh, no. Uh, the divorce date arrives, which I can't give away because otherwise it's too much of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah then you away. basically told the whole movie. Exactly. Uh, just a quick question. Do you yeah. believe in love at first sight, Brian? I think I did. I so don't mean anymore. you don't anymore. I feel in love... I feel in jaksarang at first sight. Okay. What's jaksarang in English? Crush. A crush, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you always think, oh, that person's the one. They smell good. They fulfill all my, you know, my checklist mm. points. But then when you get to know them, there's other things. Oh, never mind. Yeah. That always happens with me. That's true. I think they, you know, fill the blanks in for my little checklist. But then when you get to know them, know them, it's like, oh, they're not 100%. And you're never going to find a 100% guy. So don't be like, oh, Mr. Perfect, Mrs. Perfect is out there for me. Nobody's perfect. We're all <laughs> improper human beings. You're so romantic. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we have to have a theme to this one today. We didn't really have a original soundtrack. But the theme yeah. is about breakups. And oh. our first song is from Ailey. Yes, I hope people break up this week. All right, anyways, <laughs> we have a great song for you guys right now. This is Ailey with I Will Show You Puyo Jukke. Alrighty, that was Ailey with I Will Show You, Poyo Drike, and that's the theme today. Um, Walter brought breakup songs. Yeah. So, But some people I know, when they do go through breakups, they like to hear breakup music because it's therapeutic in a way because you yeah. cry it all out. And you just feel better when you get all the tears and all the bad toxins out of your system. Yeah, definitely. When I feel sad, mm. I do like to listen to sad songs. Like, do you cry? If- 
Well, of course I cry. Okay. I'm human. So you are human. Yeah, I'm human. The way you rate some of these films, I thought, oh, he has no feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a lot of feelings, but I am human and cry from time to time. But let me talk about how this was received around yeah. the world and also domestically. Now, the romantic comedy did fantastic domestically. Right. When it came out on October 3rd, which was not too long ago, it was number one on the box office for seven consecutive wow. days. Now, many viewers were impressed, not just by the acting, but by the storytelling. Storytelling is really hard in rom-coms, I think, because they all follow the same sort of path. Mm. But I'll get on to that in a minute. I think rom-coms would be very hard to write, don't yeah. you? Like... It, every everything is so, kinda under the same sort of like premise. Like, yeah. man sees woman, woman falls in love with man, man and woman fight, man and woman break up, men and woman get to get to get together. Every rom com has a, a similar connection. Yeah, like you said, the the break up, all that stuff too. But then one. Either the man or the woman has that goofy friend yeah. who gives the advice yeah. that that kind of like, oh my gosh, I, my eyes are open. Yeah. I know what he or she means. I have, to, I have to catch that person. And there's always like goofy stuff involved. That's a rom-com. It's got to be lovely and funny all at the same time. That's why I like Love Actually as a movie is because it follows diff- good. different stories as well. So it's not like mm. the one story. There's all different stories into one. Mm. And I think that's, a that's pro- in my opinion, probably the best rom-com movie there is. Best rom-com. Yeah. And personally, even though I say I love horror films and stuff like that, one of my favorites has, has to be rom-com. Because rom-coms for anybody, of course, you're going to judge it. But like, oh, my God, that would never happen in real life. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you could just watch without any anticipation. Yeah. Anything. It's, it's stress-free. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just something that kind of chills you out. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's about love and it's about comedy. Exactly. So these are two great things. Look at her PD. She's smiling so yeah, big. She's yeah. like, I I'm think... going to watch one tonight. Yeah. She's, um, <laughs> she, she's probably a big rom-com fan. I can imagine, <laughs> actually, our PD being a big mm. rom-com fan. Though this story does have those moments as well, it's still very engaging as a movie, and that's why it did so well domestically. Uh, I did read some reviews internationally, and they also enjoyed it. Okay. And, but this is around, obviously, the K-Wave as well, where everything is just always amazing by Koreans, because we put out great content these days. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. But yes, we got to go on to Ooh. our next two songs. Now, also like about I said, breakups. about breakups, it's one from Shiny and one from Itzy. All right, let's check it out, guys. Shiny. Don't call me an itsy with swipe. All righty, we're back with Walter for Lights, Camera, Action, and we're going to get into what he liked about the film. What did you like about the movie? See, you kind of actually uh, said exactly how I feel as mm. well, because my favorite genre is horror. I oh, love okay. horror. And mystery and all that stuff. Yeah, mystery, all that kind of stuff. But I'm actually sort of secretly, not secretly anymore, a big rom-com fan as well. Oh. Yeah, I, li- I love rom-coms. And I, I, like even oh, wow. like the really cheesy ones and the, the dumb ones, I always find myself end up watching a rom-com on like one of the streaming platforms. Yeah, I mean, we all know some rom-coms could be very cheesy, mm. same storyline. But like I said earlier, it's one of those things you can just play in the background. You can do other things, and it still makes you laugh. And it doesn't yeah. require a lot of thinking, which, like uh, I've yeah. said many times, is sometimes I just want to chill, don't want to think exactly. too much about it. But Turn yeah, your brain off. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good movie, I think. Some really funny parts throughout the movie and good chemistry between the two actors. Okay. Um, it was what I would call a typical rom-com, but it was interesting at the same time. Mm. Well, mm. then, since you like this, yes. we're going to have to move on to your review. Would you like to guess? What your score is going to be. I'm going to guess. Mm. So, let me look at your face real quick. Okay. How, how much did you like this movie? I'll, gi- I'll, give you, <laughs> I'll give you a simple answer. It's just a set number. It's not a point something. Oh, it's, okay. You're going to give it a four. Oh, no. I was going to give it a three. Because, like... 
That's above average. It's a good rom-com. Three but... is average with smack dab in the middle. Well, just over. 2.5 no. is, is middle. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, so, but it was good. <laughs> but like when I compare, I'm, I'm really bad at this because mm. I compare it to like my favorite movies of all time when I go to the genres, right? Okay. Love Actually is a masterpiece. And to so actually, what, do you, what do you rate Love that's Actually? That's a five. That's a okay. five for sure. So now I have to keep yeah. that in mind. That is a five. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Okay. okay. I, I could watch that movie like several times a day. It's so good. And especially around this season, it's colder outside. That's true. Mariah Carey and Michael uh, Bublé are coming out of their cave soon, right? For the- oh, I thought they are coming out. A single t- I think you're <laughs> announcing a new news that I didn't know. Are they singing a new Christmas no, song no, together? No, they're coming out of their cave for their one song that they make millions of dollars every year for. Like Michael Bublé always comes out with like a, San- a Santa theme yeah. or a Christmas theme, and then Ariana did it. Ariana did it. Mariah did it. Every every top pop artist has done it. Yeah. But Michael Bublé, what Christmas? I know he had a Christmas album, but what was like huge out of his? Christmas I think he album? does like a Christmas album every year. I think that's the reason with why. that. With that. I'm dreaming yeah. of the world. Yeah, that yeah. voice. And Mariah Carey only had to do one song. And, and that blew live. up for years. <laughs> it still blows up. That puts food on her table for the past 25, 30 years, I feel When's like. the last time she ever sang something? Probably, like, 20 years ago. She still sings in the studio. She just has a fear of singing live in front of people. Uh, okay. That's why she lip-syncs a lot on stage. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, so anyway, yes. Mariah, he's just hating my bad, you know. But, yes, we have to end with two more songs. And guess... Who we've got for our next song. All right, then you you introduce <laughs> the last two songs and the title. And as we say that, I'm just going to say, we'll see you next week. But Walter's going to introduce the last two songs. Yes, so it's Brian. And I'm not talking about any Brian. It's the Brian in the studio. Let this die. And Monster X one day. Thank you guys for tuning in. But unfortunately, that is all the time that we have for today. And taking us out, we got New Jeans with ETA. And our producer is Ho Young Hong. Our writer is Karen Choi. I'm Brian Ju. This has been K-Pop Connection. Y'all may disconnect now.